Okay. I muted people so people come in and out and start yelling. Nothing bad, I assure you. I'm very proud of this group. Uh, very much. Just a few ideas, if I can. If you can um, wait 10 seconds, really wait before you start. It's just so much easier for the editor because I can even get you know, enthralled with your early discussion and I, I can't tell when you start. I'm being honest with you there. When you end, officially say, this is over. It's, you know, and if you want to keep talking, um, recordings afterwards get erased. Don't worry about that. That's whatever you say. Uh, I can even stop the recording if you ask me to, if I'm around and Alan might be able to, I'm not sure. Um, when you're, when you're not talking, if, if you know there's noise in the background, please mute. Nancy, I'll try to get it right. With a landline, it's star six, which is uh, mute or unmute. It's a toggle. The iPhone, lower left screen, mute and unmute, you'd find it there. Um, the, um, what else? Um, Alt-A Alt um, uh, will mute you or unmute you. So there's ways to mute you. So if kids are yelling or whatever, it is a recording. And we had someone in another group breathing really loud. I almost I said a couple times, don't breathe. But we couldn't find them. And it, it hurt the recording because LaDon is really good. And he was reviewing a book. And you hear this guy breathing like he swallowed the mic. Um, that's really all. I, I like the fact that you guys recognize people and let them speak. Of course, the last guy better be smart because he's, you know, he's, everybody said it. Um, but uh, then you open it up. Try to, you guys, I don't know about asking to be recognized, but give your names once in a while because you guys are all so brilliant. We, we want to know who it is. And don't cross-talk. And that's hard. I do it all the time. I'm telling you my sins. Uh, but try to get recognition from somebody or the, the moderators, and I'm sure they'll do that. And that's all I have to say. I think you guys are great, and uh, we can always use any constructive uh, comment from you, either now or writing uh, to us. Alan and I are always trying to get it better. Alan has put headings in the news wires now. That must be a lot of work. I don't know, but it looks beautiful because you can hit H and go right down the list, and uh, he's improved given the given the um, subscription or something to the podcast down below. So we're all trying to improve as we go. Thank you. And uh, that's all I have. Okay, we're going to start now. Tonight is October 4th, 2019. This is Fiction Old and New. Tonight we'll be discussing Looking for Me by Beth Hoffman. I have a little bit of information about her. Beth was born in an elevator during a snowstorm. Before starting her writing career, she was co-owner and president of an interior design shop. She's an artist, and she has uh, had paintings... Uh, bought by a number of corporations for display, as well as other places all over the world. As you would expect, her interests are animal rescue, nature, nature conservancy, birding, antiquing, and historic preservation. Her first novel was Saving C.C. Honeycutt, which became a bestseller after 12 days, which is pretty remarkable. Um, Looking for Me is her second novel, which was also a bestseller. 
and Beth says that she lives with her husband and two very smart cats in Kentucky. Um, the characters are Teddy and Josh, the mom and dad, which I did not remember to go back and get their names. Albert is her co-worker. I did not get the name of her boss. We can just call him the boss. She also hired Inez as the other co-worker. Sam is the son of the woman who shoplifts from the shop. Olivia is her best friend. Sally and Gabe are the people that buy the farm and open an animal rescue. And Stella is the mom's best friend. Now, I am going to go down the list and call on people in order just so everyone gets a chance to say what they thought of the book. And then after we do that, we'll open it up for a general discussion. So if this is, well, let me find the top of the list here. Bob didn't read the book, so I'm going to skip you, Bob. And we'll start with Alan. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed this book. I, I, I really enjoyed Raising Stacey Honeycutt, too. I mean, it was, it was great. And, uh, I gotta say this. This book reminded me a lot of uh, where the crawdads sing, which is another book that I that I really like by Delia Owens, uh, because all the all the nature stuff and uh, I, I really enjoyed. I mean, I, I've always been a big fan of of nature and animals and stuff, and I just uh, I, I like to see when when people treat it right. And uh, she just did a real good job of portraying all this stuff and, and kept the story interesting and. Uh, I, I've got to say, even the narration w w was decent, even with it being somebody that's not a not a trained uh, narration professional. I don't think, but but she did a, did a decent job uh, reading the book, and uh, uh, I, I just I, I really liked it. I I, I can't say I, I mean I, I don't know. I, I'm probably gonna get jumped on for this, but I I, I like endings to be, I, I wanted i wanted the, the the brother just to show up at some point i know she got the package at the end which was nice but uh uh i i wish i have a hard time understanding how somebody could could do that to to their family uh members that obviously cared a lot about them and stuff but he he was kind of in a different world with the whole nature thing so uh, uh i i guess i understand it but uh that that was the only thing that I wish might have been a little bit different, but yeah, hey, uh, my opinion and all that. But anyway, thanks. I okay. really enjoyed it. Uh, Marsha, uh, I really enjoyed this book. I didn't think I would at first. Uh, I went. I I listened to the inter interview with uh, Ms. Hoffman uh, last Sunday. Uh, by the way, Michelle, thank you for sending that link out. But uh, yeah, I really. I, I thought, nah, I don't know if I'm going to like this book, just going through the interview. But I really did, and um, it does, and, and I agree with uh, Alan, uh, the fact that uh, it reminds me so much of, at least parts of it, about, um, uh, the, you know, as the, the crowd I had sings, love the feathers and the notes and, and the letters and everything. It got a little too romantic for me at the end, though, when, you know, Sam and Teddy got together and whatever. But that's just me. But no, really, I, all in all, I've really enjoyed it. And thank you for to whomever recommended it. Okay, Nancy. Hi. Um, I really liked the book. I was a little disappointed with the ending, but of course I didn't like the book. 
um, I, I, I've been, I just thought it was sort of rushed, you know. I, I, I wish that um, it, it needed to be found out. You're fading out a little bit, Nancy. Yeah, you're breaking up. Okay. Yeah, it was, it, yeah, thank you. I, it was rather heartwarming. I really liked Stella. I liked, I liked uh, her mother's friend a lot. She was a really sweet, kind person. I loved Grandma Belle. She was a wonderful character. And I like the, the ticket, you know, Albert Pickens, who, who got, got Teddy started. And I like that the other Albert was rather uh, strange, but he was really nice, kind of interesting in the end. You know, I thought the book was very good. I really, it was very heartwarming. I, I really enjoyed it. Okay, Shirley. Hi, um, I'm going to pretty much agree with what a couple of the other people have said. Um, I like the book a lot better than I thought I would. It wouldn't ordinarily be what I would pick. I guess that's a lot of the reason I do these book clubs is that, um, you know, I read things I ordinarily would never read on my own. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not much of a nature person, so a lot of this stuff was pretty foreign to me. I was a little disappointed at the end, you know, that the the brother and sister didn't actually get together. I'm glad she found out he was alive. I think it would be pretty unrealistic, you know, for a guy to live in the fashion he did. I'm not saying it couldn't ever happen, um, you know, because I, I would imagine somewhere in the far-fetched regions there might be somebody that lives like that, but, you know, it, it wouldn't be... Um, wouldn't happen that often. And uh, as far as the one person said, they they didn't care as much for the romance. Now that's the part I love. You know, I um, I like to see people get together, and and uh, at least she and her friend Olivia had uh, you know somewhat of a ha- happy ending. You know, they both met somebody. I think the biggest laugh I got out of the book uh, was the part about her breaking Olivia's faucet so she could call that plumber and have him come. I might have wanted to kill her, but it was kind of funny. So th- those are my basics, I guess. Okay. Uh, Priscilla? Mm-hmm. Hello, everyone. Uh, I I like the book. It's one of the few books that I really felt like I, would, I was, felt like I could actually be um, sitting next to her and experiencing all the things that she experienced. And especially with the complicated relationship with her mother, that, you know, at the, at the final day, she was actually able to glean who her mother was with the help of her mother's best friend, Stella. And um, so I, I just think that's interesting because a lot of women have, you know, issues with their mother, you know, and trying to, you know, at least come to a point where they, you know, understand each other. But, um, I mean, I don't know. I am originally from the South, so I could really identify with a lot of things that um, happened in the book, and I enjoyed that. And, yes, I feel like the brother was otherworldly, but I think that was kind of the point, is that he was so... I don't know if the word is empathic or highly sensitive, that he really didn't belong in um, society. So I look at that as just a, as a mystery, 
and um, and he did initially say, "Don't come looking for me." And so I guess that's the way I was able to to justify the fact that he never, you know, really appeared to her. But you never know, you know, if he could have gotten to a point in my mind that, um, you know, as he got older, he could eventually come back and and talk to her because she he could easily go to the sanctuary and, you know, contact her that way. So I don't know. I just I just thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought it was very well written. Okay, Liz. Um, <clears throat> yes, many of the things that people have said, I agree with. It did have a bit of this sense of where the crawdads uh, sing. I honestly, um, I loved crawdads, but I found this book to be a little bit more realistic um, in 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 plausibility, um, the way everything happened. I. Um, I loved the fact that Teddy ended up with the antique shop, and I think that was my favorite part of the book was all the descriptions of the antiques and and you know what they were doing, and and I loved the relationship, the friendship that she had with Olivia. Um, um, but yeah, I, I very much enjoyed the book. Okay, David. Um, several points that were made by several of you or those that I also agree with. Alan said he thought the narration was good, especially thinking it was volunteer at a regional NLS regional library. I concur. She read well. She wasn't herky-jerky, you know, and she didn't stumble over words or anything. That was an excellent narration for a volunteer. I, too, liked the scenes in the antique shop. That was my favorite part of the book, hearing about the Limoges boxes and the, the bonbon server and how... Um, Albert could repair any kind of furniture. I did find the man who gave her her start was a bit ruthless. There's a scene, I'll give you an example. There's a scene where Teddy and the, the guy, I think his name was James, were going to an estate sale and she goes up in the attic. She finds a, an antique silver musical box that when opened, uh, when, the, when the key is wound, has a bird come out and move around and the owner wanted 50 for it and the man hemmed and hawed and he gave him 50 for it and he told her in the truck on the way home, oh, it's worth at least a thousand. I do think antique dealers need to make a living. I do think you have to be careful when dealing with them, but talk about scalp somebody. Yeah. I mean, really, I, th I would have thought, you know, that um, they would have wanted to give you maybe two or three hundred for it. I don't, I don't know a lot about antiques. Maybe that's the game you play with them. Maybe sometimes they get burned by people selling stuff and they think it's Tiffany when it's not. And so that was interesting to me. I felt bad for her mother. I, I know, I don't know if everybody did, but the mother life didn't go well. She wanted to be the nurse. The husband she married was not the husband she had dated before the war. She had some things to handle. I think she did what she thought was right when she gave her daughter the typewriter and the daughter went crazy on her. Uh, the daughter was stubborn in her way, too. It, it comes right for the daughter. The, you know, I, I, did, I did feel bad for the mother in some ways. And I did also like Stella and Olivia. I thought Inez was funny. And 
Albert and she get to be friends. Well, he's prickly at first. I don't know if I would have been friends with him. Some of these people were complex. All the people in this book had edges. You know, I guess that's what made it realistic. The people had edges, and you had to be careful not to get caught on them. I will end by saying the brother was strange. I, I agree with several of you. That did not seem entirely realistic to me. You could just go off and have your parents wondering where you were if you were dead, and they would look out the window every night wondering if they would see you. That seemed strange to me. It really did. But I liked, as I said, I liked the descriptions of the antique shop and the descriptions of Charleston, though Charleston sounds like it's very elitist, like it'd be a great place to visit. But you, if you live there, don't presume to become part of the South of Broad Street crowd and their lovely old antebellum homes that were the color of assorted ice cream sherbet flavors and that, that you won't ever get into that part of society. They mentioned the French Quarter in Charleston. They didn't say what it was. I'd never heard of that. I'll have to look it up and uh, find out what it is. But Charleston does sound like it's almost a character in the book. So I did enjoy the, the book pretty much. I thought it was an interesting book. Okay, Joni? I really like this book a lot. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, it was very the whole thing with the furniture restoration. I found that to be absolutely fascinating. Now it takes so much work, but they can. How they can take an old beat up piece of furniture. Um, and my, my sister is an artist, and she has done this. She knows how to do some rec- restoration. And I think it's absolutely fascinating that a person can take a beat-up bureau or desk or whatever it is and make it into a completely new piece of furniture in, in most ways. I love that. And I found that fascinating. I had a little trouble getting into the book, too, but I have trouble getting into lots of books, so that's Nothing new. Um, yes, it reminded me of the Crawdads very, very much. And I think I read the Saving, whatever it was, Honeycutt. 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 I think I read that a while ago, and I think I loved it. And um, I'm not a person that likes romance novels, but I thought this was sweet, the way it it worked out for everybody. And um, I think the antique business is a ruthless business. They have have to make their money, and um, estate sales, um, it costs money to run them and to... um, uh, so, I mean, I think if, you know, if people know what they're looking for and know stuff, um, well, I know $1,000 is a little much to ask for it, but people are willing to pay for things that they want. So I think that's it's a business, and, and that's how things are with it. Um, the mother was so, um, she really wanted to live vicariously through her daughter. And you 
you can't live anybody else's life for them. You can decide, you can think that you want your child to do this, do that, but it's their life, and you can't live anybody else's life for them. Um, I thought it was, I really enjoyed it. I didn't know whether I would or not, but I, I really did. Right. So thank you for Priscilla for uh, recommending it. Okay, Don Queen, are you there? Not sure if Don has his microphone. Okay, it doesn't sound like it. Okay, we're going to go with Michelle and then me, and then we'll have an open discussion. Michelle? Okay. Um, well, first of all, thank you very much, Priscilla, for recommending the book. As you could tell, we had a very favorable response, and it was a really, really good book club choice. Um, and I think what was good about it was I think whatever your taste is, you could really find something in this book that you would appreciate. So if you're interested in, let's say, in coming-of-age stories, you could sort of go on her journey with her from her young days, you know, throughout her life. And, and, and if you're interested in family stories, you could see all the different tensions in the families. And if you're interested in romance or, you know, or you're interested you know, in so many different things, there were a lot of different elements in this story. So I think it was a really good choice for for a book uh, group, um, and I, I really liked it actually a lot. I really enjoyed going on this journey with her. I liked, you know, from the beginnings, and yes, I mean, of course, she had difficulties with her mom, as as many of us do. Um, and you know, at least there was some sense of understanding that that happened along with with this thing. And I agree with what some of you have said about the brother. I found it a little hard to believe that he could survive all these years out in the woods or wherever he was, but I, I liked how she sort of came to peace with it when she donated her her um, estate or whatever it was, you know, to use as a rescue facility. I really liked that part of the story, and I love the antique part. I thought that was so interesting, how she had the shop and the day-to-day -day things that went on and how people would come in and you know, I, I don't know anything about antiques at all, so it was very interesting to learn all this stuff. And the one thing that I noticed, that maybe some of you, maybe this didn't strike you, but it struck me, was there were a tremendous amount of pies baked in this book. Like every five seconds, somebody else was baking a pie. And I was like, how much pie baking really goes on? You know, it just it was interesting to me that so many people were baking pies. But it was a really, really good book. I really very much enjoyed it. It was the, it's, it's, it's the South. A lot of pies get baked down here. Yeah, apparently <laughs> there, so. I, yeah, it, it yeah, was like yeah. five or six pies were baked in this book. It was like amazing to me. Right. And, yeah. and cakes and a lot of iced tea was consumed. Mm -hmm. oh, lots of iced yeah. tea, yeah. yeah. Which is good. Well, I really liked the book too, of course. That's why I chose it. And I would agree with most what everybody said. Um, it's an interesting... I was thinking the brother was a tad rude for keeping his parent family suspended like that. And I thought maybe he was mentally ill. I didn't have any problem believing somebody could survive in the wild like that because there are people who do that. And he clearly was very good at it. And I think the idea that he was just too, I mean, he did it right after that horrible dog incident and he was just too, just couldn't deal with people. I think that is a good way to look at it. And he had to be out there on his own. And it's nice to think that some point after the book, 
he'll show up someday. Who knows? I'm not a big romance reader either, but I did not think this was over the top. However, I thought it was a little odd that she would buy a gift for a woman who was shoplifting at her shop all the time. That kind of struck me as odd. And I also wondered at the very end if she was, by throwing the arrow into the sea, if she was letting go of one man because she now had another man. And I don't know if, you know, she needed somebody to have in her life like that. So, anybody have any other comments to start with to discuss? Well, I was going to agree with what David said about the, uh, the, the, the ruthlessness of the guy that she worked for because I, I, I'm, I'm kind of with him. It, 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 there's a way to do business and make a profit and stuff without gouging people that don't know what they've got when you do know what they've got. And uh, I have to, I have, I'm sorry to bring up Harry Potter, but it reminded me of the whole thing of Slytherin's Locket in Harry Potter books where uh, that, that uh, Voldemort's mother is, 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 is destitute and it goes to a place and, and a guy like you know, rips her off big time and you know, gives her a few bucks for something that's worth a whole lot more. But uh, uh, that, that, that is, that kind of, that kind of sticks in my crawl too. But uh uh, uh, you know, I, I, I expect more out of people rather than just they're thinking that money is the do all and be all. But okay, that's my interesting because that was a contrast because he was such a nice guy to Teddy, and yet we see another side of him. And I think oh, yeah. that right. this book yeah. does now, well. At that. Now, are, are you are you are you referring to Mister uh, Mister Palmer? Yeah, right. the the one who discovered her oh, originally yeah. when I, she was I a little girl. Was. I think he was great. I, I I don't I don't see any problem at all with with what he did. I mean, the barter system is is uh, you know people have bartered for centuries, and that's the way the well at least in this book that's how the antique market goes. And um, I, I don't think he was ru- uh, he was yeah he was ruthless in a way, but he was also honest. You know he didn't he didn't. Uh, screw anybody out of anything but he also gave her an opportunity which yes. you know i mean she he really set her on her path in life yeah which was you know which was wonderful and i i think that's unfortunately how business is you know the if you're really a business person you know the idea is to make as much money as you can and sometimes you know, I, I'm not going to say people out out and out lie outright lie, but you know they certainly, you know, shade the truth a, a lot of times. And if if somebody, if you go to somebody's house and they have a first edition of some book or something, and they don't know they have a first edition and they sell it to you for two dollars, you know, business person is not going to say, well, you have this very rare first edition here. Here's a hundred dollars. Um, they're just not going to. That's not what how businesses work. Right. So, but yeah, I didn't. Am I mistaken, or didn't he do that for Teddy when she was selling yes, something? he did when she, she was a little girl. Yeah, yeah he gave her a he better price. Yep. He did. Well, and then, and then Teddy did that a couple times for people. It's like you don't realize what you have here. I, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna give you more than what yep. you're asking. Right. Yeah. So that's yeah. admirable. It is. Yeah. I really liked Mr. Palmer. I think I did um, too. He took the <clears throat> he took the time to work with her and teach her and and he spent a lot of time that he didn't have to but he saw that that she was willing to learn and that she would do anything 
to be able to um, to learn and and all the restorative stuff. That's what what fascinated me. And between him and Albert, um, she really got a superb education. You know, um, my phone is being rude. You all can hear me, right? Yep. Yes. 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 Okay, good. Okay, good. Um, <clears throat> oh, what was I going to say? Oh, darn. Been there, done that, Liz. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm having a senior. Okay, carry on, and if it comes back to me, I'll talk, because it was something, <laughs> something I wanted to say. Okay, go ahead. Well, also, it was very nice what her father did for her. You know, he also, like, he, he seemed to really believe in her. He gave her... Yeah. Um, you know, like, I think she had some, I think she had a lot of uh, talent and determination, but I think she had a little bit of good fortune along the way, and I think her father helped her out also. So, you know, it was nice to see, like, it's nice when somebody has ambition, but then also, you know, people sort of help them a little bit along their way. But, you know, uh, her father came home from the war a broken man. Mm. And, And he was able to come back and to help her and Josh, um, I mean, he was he was a he was a damn good father, you know. Despite you know all that he'd went through, and and uh, Franny went through helping to bring him back. And and oh, oh can I sidetrack for a second? She mm-hmm. wanted to be a nurse, but you know what? She nursed him back to health, and it, you know back yes. to his mental mental health. And it may not have been. The, the thing that she wanted to do, but she really did help Henry, um, you know, come back to help raise his children. The other person that really helped Teddy was the person who was willing to co-sign that loan. That was yeah, yeah that was really yeah. nice. Yeah. 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 Vincent, Vincent, whatever his name. Yeah. Well. Uh, and Stella was a wonderful character, too. What was his Stella yeah. was there. Whenever anybody needed her, mm-hmm. she just she was a very very good friend. Yeah. I remember now what I was going to say. I um, somebody mentioned earlier that they couldn't believe that Teddy bought the gift for um, Sam's mother who was stealing from her, but I think that once she figured out, uh, or once Sam told her that his mom has Alzheimer's, like end stage, that that there was like a oh you know it wasn't really. You know, it softened that. It was like that may have been part of her Alzheimer's. That oh, was that's true. I'd forgotten that. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah, so I think that that was forgiveness there. I, I really, really liked her friendship with Olivia, too. I thought oh, I it was too. nice. You know, yeah. there were a lot of interesting and, and kind of strong friendships in this story. And it was it was nice to read about their relationship. <laughs> And I agree with what Nancy said. I think I might have killed her for breaking. Was it Nancy that said I? The, it was Shirley. Shirley. That was Shirley. 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 Said yeah, that. Shirley. Yeah, because uh, it's like um, <laughs> you just cost me a bunch of money and plumbing. Yeah. <laughs> I would have at least made her pay for it. <laughs> what'd you guys think of? What'd you guys think of Albert Pickens? The little style that went all of a sudden. He's, he's real sarcastic, but he has a, he had a really good heart. The one who picks things. Albert was great, and you know what? Who I also liked? Oh, Albert was good, and I also liked Inez. Oh, I liked Inez. Oh, yeah, she was great. Other than 
you know, the, the guy that was abusing the dogs um, and the people that oh, were God. abusing the animals that were, didn't really turn into character. Um, I, there weren't any characters in this book that I didn't like. Oh, me neither. Everybody had some nope. really good qualities. Well, they were all good people in this book. Yeah. They really were. Love, most, most of them, anyway. Yeah, I love when people move into a community, you know, a new area, and, and a community builds up around them. You know, I just love how small communities form and friendship groups form. And um, so that, that's one of the things I really liked about this book was just the development of that friendship, excuse me, circle for Teddy. Yeah. What, what, what year did this, this book take place? Because I'm forgetting. Oh, it was when contemporary. It oh, it was early, contemporary. Early 90s. Early 90s. Early 90s. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like 90s. Well, to me, I had a little bit of an older feeling than that, but yeah, small time kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Teddy was born, born in 1954, so. Yep. Okay. And, and Josh was born in 1959. Yeah, and then it ends in 1993, I think. Or, or that sounds right. I really like that the, the, they 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 brought uh, they brought uh, him home. Um, uh, Mom and Dad, you know Henry and uh, and Francis. Franny brought brought uh, Josh home and said, "Oh, you know what? We'd really like you know you to name him because you're so good at, at doing names." Gosh, said, gosh, yeah. and, and oh. they oh, that was so cool. And yeah. They said, "Okay, Josh, we cool. really like that one." Yeah. <laughs> you know, another one of my favorite scenes, the most touching scene, is when Teddy brought Franny back to Stella and they really and they put Stella in the rose garden. I just thought that was a beautiful scene. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And when she was telling her how her mother was really trying to help her and how her mother really got the best for her. Yeah. Uh, Stella yeah. was saying that. That was really and, something and, touching it. And for those of us and you know yeah. what? It is so cool to have friends like that. And I am so mm-hmm. fortunate fortunate to have like that. Yeah, I agree. For those of us who don't like romance, there was a funny line when Gabe's wife, Sally, when they wanted them to get married and she said she'd rather have an x-ray machine. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I love that I love that was funny. funny. Actually, yeah, I like that. that. Yeah, she definitely was. was. Yep. I, I also really huh. liked her relationship with her grandmother because I, I can't mm-hmm. think of so many books where they they portray like the grandmother-granddaughter relationship <laughs> unless the granddaughter is is a child. And I, I really liked their mm-hmm. bond, actually, in the story. And, and it was very nice. Gra- Grandma Belle was very nice. A very, oh, she a was. very nice lady. That was one of my like favorite songs was, was with the donuts <laughs> at the at the, at the nursing yes, facility. Yes, that's right. Yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, horrible yeah. nurse. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. yeah that, and the, the other thing that I really like is the grandmother and Teddy gave Josh, the brother, the love of, of wildlife. They go out in the forest and touch the trees. Mm-hmm. And the area where they described it is between uh, in Kentucky and Tennessee, and it's a huge um, Daniel Boone forest and Tennessee recreational area, you could get lost in there for a long time. So I've been there, so I know how wild it is. And that's where I think that's where she started him out with all the animal calls, and she really um, actually raised him. The mother didn't raise Josh. Teddy did. So, and then that's, I think, why she gave the, the farm away 
at least that part of it, to um, the young married couple is because she did that, you know, in honor of Josh. Mm -hmm. So I don't think it's realistic either that he lived that way. But I think um, she was trying to describe his nature and how he got there to that point, that he just could not live with a society where they were not fair to all creatures. Yeah. Did anybody else get the impression, or was it pretty obvious, that when when she got the package at the end and there was the braid, did did that give her the impression that Josh had, like, gotten together with somebody that he had a son? Or he had a child? Hmm. No, a woman. No. I thought he got together with a Native American, is what I thought. That's what I thought, too. That's what I thought too. Is that he probably found himself, you know, he he was probably found himself into a Native American community and was adopted by their tribe, and that's how he survived. And that he, you know, mm-hmm. basic that he had started. I got the impression that he started a family with, you know, I I don't know. It was very ambiguous, but I guess the idea was that he was alive. Yeah. So that's, what that's it we, like. yeah. But we I don't we don't know really what it was. I just bet there are a lot of people that can't deal with life the way we know it and that disappear like that and lead the lives that they want to lead. I bet there are an awful lot of them because there are a lot of, most of the states have rural areas that people can can go to and don't have to be recognized and they can do more or less. But you have to have a lot of skills to live like that because you could very easily starve. I think the problem... Oh, but I think those have, people do. I no, I mean, I, I'm sure that they do, but if you don't have those skills, you're going to starve very, very quickly because you're not going to have enough access to food. Well, but you're right. A lot of people live off the grid and sometimes really off the grid. Yeah. Well, food and 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 uh, heat and uh, war- you know, warmth and and water and yes. By the way, guys, I definitely don't want to live off the grid. <laughs> Me neither. I'm not equipped for it. No way. No. No, but I like Priscilla, the sound when you were talking of it. about where you live. <laughs> when you were talking about the the forest and everything, where is that? Did you recognize a lot of places in the book that you were familiar with? Um, yeah, I you know like when she went up and she took her friend. Um, I can't remember her name. Olivia. Um, Olivia to take the 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 chairlift or whatever up the side of the mountain. I didn't recognize that, but she did mention that the forest was Daniel Boone National Forest, and it's huge. It butts up against another forest. So, I mean, it's not like it's a national, um, you know, it's even, I think, larger than the Smoky Mountains on the Appalachian Trail. Wow. uh, Yeah, so I, I could see how someone could get lost in there. So you're, um, you're you're a Kentucky person? No, I'm from Tennessee. Oh, but, okay. Um, but I've actually um, been in the one of the, I, I think it's a, a, a national park that butts up to the one that she was describing. Oh. So, Well, I really like this book, too, because my 
my my mom uh, my dad is from western kentucky and my mom is from uh pennsylvania and i didn't make it down to kentucky too many times but i just thought being this book from kentucky was just awesome because that's half of my heritage you know and um yeah kentucky is is a wonderful state it 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 really is and you don't have many books you know oriented in in states like kentucky and tennessee and so on yeah and usually if you do they have it so distorted you yeah. know that it's not realistic, and I thought this was a very realistic portrayal of of th- that area. Yes, and and uh, somebody, and David said something about the reader being good for a volunteer. I think that reader was an excellent reader, and I wouldn't say for a volunteer. I would say she was an excellent, excellent reader, yep. better than. than a lot of the paid ones that we have today. Well, speaking of David, I, I, there, David, there were a few. There were a few. There were a lot of edits, but you know what? Whoever did the edits did a fine job. Yeah, David and I were mm-hmm. talking about this. He pointed out that I think it was during the funeral. The woman said, "I've said goodbye. Away I'll fly. I'm on my way back home." And David, you thought that came from something, and neither of us could figure out what it was. I could never find it. I saw some song lyrics, but they didn't seem right. I don't know where that came. Is that something she just made up in the book? If yeah. it hadn't been, surely she'd have had to say the line. The following lines from such and such were used by permission because you can't oh, that's just. That's true. Yeah, you're right. You can't just. Right, you right. can't just. I think you can't just quote that stuff. Well, we both thought it sounded okay. familiar. I don't know if anybody else did. We did. Can you repeat what she said? I, I, I it said, um, I've said goodbye, away I'll fly, I'm on my way back home. That, oh, that just, does sound familiar. Yeah, it does. It, it sounds does. like a song lyric. <laughs> it's driving yeah, it, us nuts. Like, it does sound like a song lyric. Well, if anybody can uh, find it, we both Googled it and had no luck. So. Or may- maybe a poem? I don't know. I don't know, yeah. But it was very but right. Nice, she was a very. She read the book, and it so suited the material. Yes. She, I thought she was excellent. I really did. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I was going to agree with with Liz about being off the grid. I, I feel like I'm off the grid when my Wi-Fi reception drops to two bars. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, oh gosh, I, I w- one. Go ahead. I was going to say, you know, I, I definitely would not survive trying to live like that. I'd, I'd be dead after about 24 hours. I'd, I'd be starved <laughs> to death. Yeah, me too. You know, there was a, a couple times this past summer, one time in particular, uh, we were without power here for like, oh, 14 hours or so. Yes. And mm-hmm. all day long they kept saying, you know, it could be rough tonight, could be, you know, could be bad. Source. So I'm charging my chargers i'm charging my victor stream and my phone because i've got to get through the night without my devices <laughs> you know? right yeah yeah we well, were how do you think i had like power bar we were stuff. power with a, a couple of weeks ago it was a couple of weeks ago uh tomorrow i think and uh i was out without power for about 15 20 minutes and i'm like oh my god oh, <laughs> Well, too, I think Josh would probably be a vegetarian, I'm guessing. Not necessarily. Well, not necessarily. I'm just guessing he would be. 
I, I it, think well, he, but he would have taken a different approach because if well, but if an animal was killed, they would eat the meat right. and then they would make the they would use some, the hide mm-hmm. for something and then they would trash right, right, the bones well, right. or, and they it, would yeah. or know. fish also. Yeah, yeah he, he might, might fish. Yeah. yeah, right. How do you think so. I felt when I was without Wi-Fi for? Um, a couple of weeks and I couldn't download anything. I know. Oh, and, oh my God. I can't even conceive of it. I can't even conceive of it. Yeah. Well, I guess all of us are pro grid. We are. <laughs> yeah. Definitely yeah, grid. Absolutely. absolutely. But we don't, you know, we don't, the, the way I, I look at it, we don't drive. You know, we're not using carbon energy as far as uh, fossil fuels. We are we not are. <laughs> uh, using excessive uh, lighting. Um, so, you know what? I can justify it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but interestingly enough, I love reading books about, um, you know, people living off the grid and what that's Got like. Got any new ones, stuff. Liz? Let me know. Uh, yeah. No, I haven't found any new ones yet. I'm still... Okay. Yeah. Because Liz and I... Uh, Liz and I have read <laughs> a lot of the dystopian books. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the last few years and uh, wonderful. But I, 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 I wanted still to think... check and, and see if Don, did you come back at all? Or I, I think we were trying to get Don in earlier. Oh, yeah. He, he had Is himself he, are muted you, last Are time. you still here or did he go? He's here, but he's muted. He's muted. Okay. Huh. Did, I wanted to double, double check and make sure he wasn't trying to get in. Don, if you want to talk, just cut in any time. Sure. Did anyone say when there was a scene, I believe Teddy was shopping at, an, at a sidewalk sale or a yard sale, and she, I think one of you mentioned she was honest about what she paid for something, and I just didn't remember what the thing she bought was. The guy wanted a couple of bucks for it, and I think she gave him more. And for the life of me, I can't remember what it was, a table well, or something. Helped that, she helped that I guy that came in with a truck. She came with a guy, a guy came was, in with a truck yeah, and she helped that's him. Right. Uh, yeah. He drove into town. The tele- he, and, right, that's what it was. Yeah. And and what did she, oh, tele- and what did she put on? What did she do with the truck? That's right. It was the telescope and Sam's mother. That was oh, the last thing right. she stole from her, and right. that was yeah. a really and, valuable piece. There, there was a man that was obviously having hard times that drove a truck yes. into town. That's about right, and she gave him, and, and she gave and, him an honest. That's it. She, she gave, gave him like, an honest price like for that telescope. She gave him like, she gave him like five hundred dollars. You know what? What was, yeah. what was interesting about that whole thing? Remember, Sam was adopted by mm-hmm. um, those people. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. yeah the and yeah. they raised they raised him well. And then, you know, Mrs. Whatever her name was. Tula. Tula. Something like that. Yeah. Tula Jane. Right. She had that Alzheimer's or something, and it took her. But but they raised raised him well after his birth mother, you know, succumbed uh, from an aneurysm. Yeah. Right. Well, like somebody said, a lot of good people in this book. 
Yeah. It's the details that made the book. All those little details. Mm -hmm. His mother died. The Limoges box. The the telescope was a German one from like 1790. Mm -hmm. It's all the little tiny details that she put in. The you know the iced tea and the different kinds of pie, like like some of you mentioned, and just the way she had the the lady had her kitchen painted a sort of custard yellow and was worried it would be too yellowy. And Teddy said, "No, when we get the art up there." She had a good eye. I liked her eye. She yeah. seemed to I know. Want, I want that. I want some of that chocolate cake that Stella. <laughs> oh yes, oh, sounded no, delicious. She really, she really did just you Sherry that she was an interior designer before. And it yes. shows oh, in the book. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah, it definitely yes. tell. Yeah. Yes. Some of you may be familiar with Barbara Taylor Bradford. She wrote a lot of things like A Woman of Substance, and there's a big long series. She, I think, has some interest in interior design because she's another one who tell you about the biscuit colored walls and the the parchment colored so uh, sofa covered in parchment colored linen. I mean, it, it's interesting. I've seen that in a few different authors, and it's kind of interesting because since I don't see well anymore. It's like you get to see the rooms again. Mm-hmm. Oh, can you all hear me? There you yes, go, Don. Yes. Oh, there you are. <laughs> Hello, Don. Yeah. There you are. Hey, Don. Well, you have yeah. the floor. You have realized. Would you believe? Go, go for it. You have yeah, the go. floor. I liked it. Um, he made, kind of made uh, villains out of most of the older women, I thought, and that the mother. The two mothers, yeah, yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her mother and some the of the other The woman who shoplifted, that woman, you mean? Yeah, it, oh, yeah, yeah. shoplifted. Well, they were complex. They were complex, obviously. <laughs> yes, they, were. Were, yeah, yeah. they weren't two-dimensional. And isn't that forest there where all the, uh, the guys that shot the abortionists hid out for a couple of years? Was that the same forest or is that a different? Wow. Same forest, what? yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. The Daniel Boone yeah, yeah, Wilderness? Right, right. Well, yes, that, it was the same. It was the same area, yeah. yeah, yeah. Really? Mm, wow. I think so, yeah. The Daniel Boone Wilderness, 10,000 square, 1,000 square miles. Mm-hmm. They said 750. At, at, and Priscilla was saying it butted up against some other forest, so it's even, you know, a bigger that's area than you, that. That's where you get the uh, yeah. Appalachian Trail, I guess. I don't know. Oh, no, that goes, um, no, that goes it, south. It, that goes. No. Go ahead, Priscilla. That's different. That's different. Oh, I was just going to say, the Appalachian Trail is a little bit further east. Right. right. And, um, yeah. and it butts up to another area. I thought it was called the Tennessee River and Recreational Area, but there's, uh, there's a campground called um, uh, Big South Fork, and, you know, where you can camp out. I've actually put my horse there and camped there and, you know, didn't get as far as Daniel Boone, but I mean the area is just absolutely beautiful. It's hilly and has woods, and so I think that's part of why I can imagine someone would attempt to live on the land, so to say, or live on the land. What did you guys think? I warned you guys about the dog thing, but I didn't warn you about him tying up the poacher because I didn't think that was mean. I thought it was appropriate. <laughs> you know, the, the, I I, I'm glad you told us about the dog because once I realized I was at that part, I skipped ahead a few minutes. I just didn't want to read that. But you know what? It wasn't, I didn't, I, I was expecting it to be much worse than it was. Yeah. Yeah. It was very short and it wasn't very graphic. Right. No, it wasn't. Yeah. I, I no. had no problem no. with that at all. Yeah. Thank goodness. No, no. no, but it was 
It was not nice. It was horrible. But I've read books, you know, that much worse uh, as far as animal cruelty and so on that are have been a whole lot worse than this. Well, yeah, that's a real thing. I know. It's just to read that stuff. People cruelty too, so you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 If you want cruelty, read the latest Stephen King. Yeah. Or just uh, just as a plug for um, World of Books, um, the, the, one that's the, in, <laughs> the Institute, the, I think, is King's latest. Yes, it is. Yeah, it I'm is. reading it not, now from Book Not two. the Substitute, the Institute. The Institute. Right. You know, it was <laughs> yes. so funny. Um, I'm I thought I could, it. Oh, okay. I thought, oh, because I, I was so. I, don't mind my brain. It gets a little fuzzy. It actually sounds very similar, Institute and Substitute. Mm-hmm. So, no, it was, I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not like they don't sound alike. They sound right. very alike. No, no, it was the, excuse me, no, it's the, yeah, and, and you said, yeah, I got it on book here. I remember you, yeah. you and I were talking about it. Yep. Yeah, now I remember. So does anyone else have anything about this book before Michelle talks about the next one? Can I, can I just say one thing? Yeah, sure. had sure. one great discussion on this book. Yeah. And the, the, la- the last thing I have to say is I wish David hadn't mentioned biscuits. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> well, I'm when did I mention biscuits? I mean, you said something about biscuit biscuits. colored. He says about biscuit-colored oh. something about Oh, I'm sorry. Biscuit-colored as a color. And you were thinking yeah, food. Yeah. Oops. Sorry. Yeah, I'm so- sorry. Sorry. A lot of food in this discussion, Pies. I, I mean biscuits. some of that chocolate cake that yeah. Stella made. I'd settle oh, for yeah, With pie. the two cups of butter. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I don't need it, but it sounds so good. Yeah. Okay, so... um. Well, first of all, thank you, everybody, for coming. It's it's so wonderful when we have such a nice turnout like this and we get to hear everybody's opinion. And thank you, Priscilla. It was very nice having you join us. And thank oh, you thank so you. much for, for you know recommending such a really enjoyable book. Um, so next month, um, many of you know Abby, who comes to the discussions very often. And she wrote a, I think it's a historical fiction type of book called The Red Dress which is available on Bookshare. And I think, Liz, you were mentioning it might be on Kindle also? It is. You can, you can get it on Kindle, Kindle version. Okay. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, it's not on board. Um, so hopefully most of you, if not all of you, will, will have access to it. It's not a long book. It's just under six hours. It's called The Red Dress, and her name is Abby, A-B-B-I-E. Her last name is Taylor. T-A-Y-L-O-R, and um, we'll have a similar type format, but maybe a little bit different. I think we'll do what we always do and go around, and everybody can say what they, what they thought about the book, but also, if you have a question for Abby, I, I was thinking, and Sherry and I could discuss it, you know, while you're giving your opinion, if you have a question, maybe we, you could ask Abby the question, and Abby could respond, and then we can go to the next person, something like that. So you don't have to ask a question, and you don't have to, you know, say what you think about the book. This is all, you know, again, I don't think we've mentioned this, but if you, you know, some people like to just come to the discussions and just listen. So if you prefer not to, you know, share your opinion or ask a question, that's an option as well. 
Um, so the, the book is called The Red Dress, and her name is Abby, A-B-B-I-E, Taylor. It is on Bookshare. It is on Kindle. Um, Abby did mention, and I don't know how easy this would be for people to do, but she is willing, if you had a uh, digital cartridge, which you'd have to either get, I guess, from the library, a blank one, or you'd have to purchase it, she'd be willing to download the book for you for free onto a digital cartridge if you send her a cartridge with an envelope, like, I guess, with, you know, a free material for the blind stamped on it, she would send it back to you. But again, I don't know how many people actually have digital cartridges, but if you do, if you want, if you're not able to get the book from Bookshare or Kindle um, and you wanted to do that, um, you could contact me or Sherry and we could put you in touch with Abby and that would be an option as well. Um, so anyway, I hope you'll all consider, um, you know, reading her book. And uh, in the past, I know many of you are relatively recent, have been coming to the group really recently, but we've been doing this group for more than six years, and we've had a, a whole bunch of authors come in the past, um, So, including David, actually, who's here tonight. Um, but we've had about seven or eight authors over the year, but we, over the years, but we haven't done it in a while. So we thought it might be interesting, uh, you know, to talk to somebody who wrote a book and, you know, see what's involved with that. Um, so we're going to be meeting. It's very early in the month. It's Friday, November first. So it's actually the first Friday of the month and the first day of the month. Um, but again, the book is very short. It's only six hours, so it's not a particularly long read. And, um, you know, hopefully you'll all give it a try and, you know, and come and, and share your thoughts about the book and ask Abby, you know, a question or two, which would be nice. Thank you. I, did, I have a quick question. Oh, go ahead. Sure. Um, you mentioned uh, this gentleman named David. I wondered if, if we could have his name and uh, maybe a sure. couple titles that he wrote, or ha is there anything on Bookshare that... Yes, David's right here. David. Why don't you, I'm right why here. Why don't you tell us, David? The book is Across Two Novembers, A Year in the Life of a Blind Bibliophile, and the very first um, release of it was placed on Bookshare. Of course, we found two mistakes in it that were later corrected, and it was, it was re-uploaded to Amazon, but the Bookshare version is still there. The audio book, which is Selections from Across Two Novembers, if you hold on, it, I'm hoping to get it on board within another month or two. I'm working Ooh. with, or hoping to work with the Missouri Regional, because Louisiana's Regional can't it. They don't have the software. I've had it professionally read, and we're proofing it now. The short version is the one you probably would like because it's about six and a half hours, and it hits the highlights of the long one. The long one was good, but it is a bit long, as Sherry and Michelle can tell you. Has the Bookshare version been corrected or not? Or it's still the same? The, the Bookshare version was proofed. It's just that we found one editing. It wasn't a bad thing. It was just something I have I have noticed in books nowadays. I don't care how many times you edit them. There's always something that sneaks past mm -hmm. you. And there was one or one thing. Sure. One thing was a formatting issue. It was a very slight formatting oh, okay. issue. It wasn't a glaring, horrible error. And most people probably wouldn't notice it, but I did because, of course, I wrote it. Right. Um, and what is your name, David? David Fauché. It's mm -hmm. F A U C H 
UX, but you would get it under Across Two Novembers. It is on Bookshare. Okay. And the, the short one will come out hopefully on board in a, in a few months, the, the audio and version. Want, and David, well, I too, is, you're quite a dynamic on. speaker, so I'm not two surprised. David actually spoke to this group in December 2017, almost two years ago. Wow. So if you go Ooh, back in the archives. Time flies. It yeah. does. If you go back yeah. in the archives to the Fiction Elds New for December 2017, you can listen to the recording, and we had a really great discussion. I mean, he have those been saved all those since then? Oh, yeah. yeah, we yeah we started actually in August 2013, and every okay. single one of our Jeez, meetings have been long. saved. And I remember David's because it was a really great discussion, and you can and listen David, to it if you'd like. David, I just wanted to say I loved your book, and I was sad when it was over. And so the, the long version of it was just fine with Thank me. Thank you. I second totally that. Enjoyed it. Thank don't you. Re- don't read selections. Read the long version. It's yeah. Well, selections is the audio one. If if you don't want right. to read the long, yeah. the bookshare right. one. Selections will be on board. I figured many people would like the. the it's like the appetizer version. Yeah. <laughs> I read. Thank you. So anybody- I did the Kindle version. It- so. Oh, good. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Has anybody read the Red Dress? I downloaded it and I discovered it's six hours, but I haven't started it yet. No. Yeah, I downloaded it. I was wondering, it. Do, do you have to have ever worn a dress to enjoy it or not? <laughs> um, <laughs> probably not. Probably not. Okay. All right. Well, so, okay. Well, I, I, I enjoyed the discussion and I, 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 I'm going to say good night. So, uh, everybody, oh, have just a, tell a great us, Alan, just tell it before you disappear. Tell us about your group and your book. Okay, Worlds, Worlds of Books meets a week from Tuesday night, and we're discussing Undercurrents by Nora Roberts. It's oh. on board. It's her latest thing. Nor, it is Nora Roberts tells, tells a good story. It's got a real, oh, it's got it's a real so... monster in it, too, so, but it's, 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 it's a good story. It's got some good characters. She, I will she tell you, to... I've never read Nora Roberts before. Never read her, and I am just like, okay, I'm going to be reading more of her books because. Oh, uh, you got to get on the Nora Roberts train, darling. I think I am. Yes, I think I am. Yeah, me too, because I, I loved Undercurrents. Yeah, I January Lavoie narrates it. She's a great oh, yeah. narrator. Too. Oh, yeah. She's fantastic. May I mention your my banquet? Um, the second Sunday of every month, and this month it's October 13th, we have what we call, what I named, a banquet of books, and people come into the room, and you can talk about any book that you've read, that you've liked or disliked, tell us, give us maybe a three to five minute synopsis, I don't want a four page book report like you did when you were in school. Just a little summary um, of what the book is about, the author, the title, of course, if you can, if it's unbarred, the book number, or where you got it from, if it was Audible or Kindle or whatever. And um, that way, people get to share, get to know what other people are reading and have read and time is 5 o'clock Eastern, 4 Central, uh, 2 Pacific. And um, so it's the 13th of October, Sunday. Okay. 
I, and, while we're talking about books, I'll talk about uh, Journey Through History. We're reading a book on Japan next time. It's uh, The African Samurai. And um, it's uh, DB95, I think it's 160. I'm doing that by memory, but it's African Samurai. I think that's right. I think that's right. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the author that's right. Lockley, I just downloaded Thomas it. Thomas Lockley, L-O-C-K-L-E-Y. So it's only 10 hours, I think. So, You know, I just read, Don, that they're making that into a movie. I saw that on the... Yeah. I was trying to get the music from it, if I could, you know, because I couldn't find anything for the promo. And, uh, well, the guy who's starring in the movie is Chadwick Boseman, and he, he played Thurgood, Thurgood Marshall and Jackie Robinson, so it's interesting. I think he likes to play real-life people. Uh, he He's played the Black Panther, darling. What are you talking about? Oh, he played yeah, the Black yeah. Panther. Uh, yes, you you're are. right. You're right. Sorry. You're yes. right about that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, he's, he's real, a, isn't he's he? A, he's a good actor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, but it was uh, interesting. Yeah. And, uh, All right, folks, I'm gone. Okay, Novel Ideas okay. will be meeting two weeks from tonight and reading Spark of Light by Jody Picoult. Okay. Oh, great. Well, okay. thank you, everybody. Gonna... This was a lovely discussion. Thank you, everybody, for coming. It's, it's really, really wonderful having such a great turnout. And this is for you, Bob. We're stopping the recording now. Okay. So this is the signal we're stopping. So.